0: Whatever it takes, I know I can make it through. A Degrassi podcast
1: with Kelsey and Holland, too. I know I can make it through. Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland.
0: And today we're talking about season 13, episodes 25 and 26 what it's like, and close to me. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Wikipedia
1: summaries because
0: the wiki summaries are too damn long.
1: Fair. Uh, Jenna believes everyone thinks she and Connor are a weird couple. Becky gets jealous at Imogen's attraction to a new girl, Jack, and Maya tries to find Zig a place to live when she finds out he's homeless. Great. Cool. Second one. Maya invites both Zig and Miles to the dance Hoping hoping blah, blah, blah. You guys, I'm trying to read this And it's turning too sideways for me <laughs> uh, Maya invites both Zig and Miles to the dance Hoping to smooth things over between the two Also, can I just say that that first sentence Sounds like the plot to like An episode of like Saved by the Bell Yeah, probably Yeah. <laughs> anyway Jenna and Connor get nominated to be king and queen Becky becomes jealous when Jack tags along To the dance with her her and Imogen ruining their girls' night.
0: These are all pretty accurate. Yeah. The Wikipedia is boring. Yeah, I can't
1: make <laughs> fun of Wikipedia.
0: Um, But the episodes, the first one is called What It's Like, which is a 1998 song by Everlast. I remember Also, this. Wikipedia says it's from the movie Hamlet 2, <laughs> which is so random. All right, sure.
1: It um, sounds... Yeah, um, it's all right.
0: definitely very alt-90s, like, late-90s. It also kind of sounds like that Incubus song, uh, Drive. Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, what it's like. I mean, I guess it's, like, maybe coming to terms with, like, Zig's situation, where it's, like, you never know what it's like until you, you I don't know. Then you, if you saw my situation, then you really might know what it's like. <laughs> I, I don't
1: know. No, that's fully tracks. Um, also, I had, like, a long conversation about Incubus <laughs> and how a lot of people associate Incubus. Like, I was talking to someone, and they were like, well, Incubus, he was like, I can't really think of any Incubus song. I just, like, I know that I hate them and that they're kind of, like, 311. And I was like, Incubus is not, like, 311. No. But the people who like 311 are often the people who like Incubus, so it gets confusing.
0: Yeah. I would say 311 is kind of, like, sublime. Yeah. And I would say I don't even know what I would say. Incubus is, like, Incubus. And I guess Everlast.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I also always... Confused and I know they do not sound anything alike it's just their names are literally similar I confuse Incubus and Interpol oh, yeah. in my head a lot and like I confuse which one is which just because their names are very similar but they're very different. They are very different. Are very different. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually
1: super love Interpol. Interpol I like Interpol is like, too. Interpol is and, yeah, good. They've been like one of my favorite bands and I regularly forget they exist. Yeah. But the one bar, like one of the bars in my neighborhood that I like going to. They play Interpol like every single night. So I'm just constantly reminded of the joy of Interpol. Not Incubus. Not Incubus. Uh, I mean, Incubus
0: (laughs) is fine. I used to drive around listening to Incubus. To the song Drive?
1: Didn't the song Drive came out after?
0: No. Drive came out like early 2000s, right? Whatever tomorrow. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I might have been listening to Drive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but the second episode is called um, Close to Me, which is 1985 song by The Cure, and I love this song. Same. Um, I love The Cure. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess Zig wants to get close to Maya, obviously. And Jack wants to get close to Imogen, but Becky also wants to be close to Imogen, but like not in a lesbian way. Yeah, we're gonna unpack that. We're gonna unpack that as a group. Um, But that, those are the songs. Let's get into it. Um, Disclaimer: We both have like watched this episode over a week ago. And then extenuating circumstances happened, and we postponed. we were going to record this last week, but then life happened, like, hard. Life happened super hard on a Tuesday
1: morning, (laughs) y'all.
0: The day that we were supposed to record. So we took a week off, and now I don't know how much either of us remember (laughs) this episode, Mm. other than what we have written down on our notes. So it'll be fun. Guess we'll see. It'll be a really good time. I'm pretty sure I watched this last Monday. (laughs)
1: I think I did two. Yeah. Or Sunday. One of them.
0: Okay. My first note is, oh, God, sweetheart, semi-formal. And then my next note is a fashion note. If we want to try to decipher any fashion notes we have.
1: Yeah. Do you have anything about the laptop miss- being missing? Or is that? That's after my fashion All note. All right. So then let's jump into fashion. Um, my
0: fashion note was Maya's beige
1: vest and pink jeans. Sounds gross. Does sound gross. Uh, I have a note that is what is Jenna's blue top. Don't remember the top. <laughs> sure, it was terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my next one is
1: oh my god, Connor wearing skinny jeans, which
0: I think is when like Jenna was like took him to the mall to dress him like hotter. I guess
1: I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. uh Zig's new haircut yeah. is too short.
0: Oh, I wrote I like Zig's haircut. <laughs> this is where we differ. <laughs> Our, um, our
1: taste in men is separated by like an inch and a half of hair and then oh my god
0: Tristan and Zoe are like dressed up when oh they're god. handing out yes. roses they're wearing like teeny tiny top hats yes I think Tristan has a striped shirt on and like gloves I think Zoe's wearing like a collared like
1: Sleeveless shirt thing. and a bow
0: tie. So many things. I don't know. I really
1: liked it, but. Me too. It was a, a fun funny time. Way. Yeah. Um, I also have Maya's white vest and pink pants at a different point, so I guess she wears <laughs> that for quite some time.
0: Then I have Maya's tiny polka dot. Heart vest Maya wears a lot of vests,
1: yeah. As a girl who around no, I think it was earlier this around definitely early 2000, it
0: was like 2009, yeah,
1: 2009 and 2010, yeah. I was really into vests.
0: 2014, I feel like, is too late for I was
1: vests. super into vests. So you can ask my yeah. friend Chelsea, friend of the show, shouts out, she remembers my many vests. Um, I had a couple
0: too, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was a t- it was a fucking weird ass time
1: it was a weird time for actually Allegra has a really good theory about why the early 2000s to and like just like all the 2000s was like a super weird time for fashion what is it it's I'm trying to remember because I'm not (laughs) going to do it as good as her but it's basically like it was like new millennium and they wanted to they didn't want to like you know, most like fashion is cyclical and people base things on the past. And they were like new millennium. We need to like do things that aren't, aren't related to anything else. Like, and instead it was just an explosion of terrible yeah. and stuff that doesn't match.
0: That tracks, right? Yeah. God, I remember when everyone was like the millennium. Yes. It just makes me think of that scene in, uh, never been kissed when they like w- they were like trying to figure out their prompt or was it? No, it was, uh, Drive me crazy. Yes, because I was drive I was crazy. I was
1: waiting. I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna correct like, her, I'm gonna wait.
0: <laughs> there were both of those movies, like the whole school was very concerned about what the prom thing was going to be. Yeah, I so. didn't even know that
1: we had an option to pick a theme for our prom. I don't know if we had a planning committee. I'm not the person who would know these things.
0: Wait. What wasn't it? Wasn't it Never Been Kissed where, like, they chose to have the millennium be their prom thing, but then they found out another school was going to do it, and then they changed it to Josie Grossi's idea to have, like, famous couples or something? Oh, yeah. That's, That's what I was thinking. Yeah,
1: uh, but Drive but Me Crazy
0: actually had a millennium prom Yeah, thing. <laughs> but it, it
1: wasn't it wasn't their prom. It was, like, the millennium dance. Right. It was, like, for,
0: for the millennium. For the
1: millennium. That movie has a lot of holes, but everyone should watch it because it's fantastic, and I own it on DVD.
0: You should own it on DVD. Um, We're not even done with my fashion notes. Me neither. We we have not done this in a while.
1: No, Um, it's going to be a tangenty one. Um, Connor's
0: wearing one left contact lol. I don't know. I don't know why I wrote that as a fashion note.
1: Uh, Becky's pink dress and Drew's pink striped shirt. Oh, those were both good. I vaguely remember them.
0: Zig's morning tank top with a car on it. Oh, he well. wears that a lot. Uh, Maya,
1: Maya's leopard pants, yep. which I thought were That's pajamas until she went to Me school. Too. And Me I was too. like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing.
0: So <laughs> did I. Then I have the tiny hats are back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, pink dress, so fluffy. Oh, I guess that was the one that Jenna was trying on. Yeah,
0: Jenna's super pink, sparkly, poofy dress. And
1: then my note for Maya's dance outfit is damn Maya exclamation <laughs> point.
0: I just wrote Maya's also wearing pink.
1: <laughs> um, Allie's dress is beautiful.
0: Oh my god, Jen is wearing Allie's tiny grade ten dress.
1: Yeah, I wrote OMG that white dress.
0: And that's all I got. God I wrote a lot of notes for this oh, episode, um, too. Um
1: what's my last one? Oh, also that I liked uh, Jack's outfit for the dance. Oh, I'm don't sure remember there was I, I think there was some sort of pants situation.
0: Probably it was a
1: time I liked it. Maybe she was wearing a tie. I have no idea. Unclear.
0: Um, but then we find so we ha- just started the episode. We find out there's a sweetheart semi formal because of course there is. And then we find out Cassie loves to dance. That Maya's laptop is missing.
1: And Tristan jumps right to Zig stole it. Yeah, and everyone's like, yeah, probably that sounds right.
0: Um, and then we are with Jenna who was nominating her and Connor for semi-formal king and queen. Also, why is there a Q&A form for nominating yourself for king and queen? Don't Unclear. you just write your names down and then, like, the school decides?
1: Unclear. Uh, I'm not... I I would not know. But, <laughs> sure, I imagine.
0: I don't know. Um, And then Maya goes to class and asks for an extension on whatever the fuck she her homework was that was on her laptop, which I'm confused. Why didn't you just print it out at home? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good, it's a good point. Um,
1: but the teacher is not buying the yeah. stolen laptop excuse.
0: And then, like Zig walks up to turn in his paper, and then Maya like blatantly snoops in his backpack, and he's like, "I didn't take your laptop. Why? You're really obvious. Stop it."
1: <laughs> Seriously.
0: Um, and then we're with
1: Becky and Imogen. Imogen's yeah. like supporting Becky, um, through the like. Brother legit. is a rapist thing um, And she goes And she says to Becky You're my favorite turncoat which Oh yeah like, I wrote that down too I loved that I thought that was great And
0: they're talking about Like the semi-formal And then Becky says What do you wear to a semi-formal Half a ball gown Well sure And then some girl named Jack Has arrived And Imogen is in love
1: Immediately and... Which uh, Fair Yeah Also my note about Jack Is obvious gay I love it <laughs>
0: Um And then where it's like after school and Maya decides to like not so subtly stalk Zig, although I guess it was subtle enough because he didn't know that she was following him. And Miles then somehow joins in and they follow him to like an abandoned building or something. But I don't know if we're there yet.
1: No, but next they're note just... Is,
0: of course, Becky loves T-Swift.
1: Yeah, they're the... Oh, uh, Imogen and Jack are arguing about the best Radiohead album, which I would argue is no Radiohead album. (laughs) Um, And Becky feels left out. And also, she loves Taylor Swift. Yeah. Which is sweet and very on brand for Becky. And then we
0: find out that she has an ex who worked at a gallery in Berlin. And it's an ex-girlfriend because, duh. Obviously. And then... Oh, yeah. They're, like, working on some school project together. I don't even know if that comes back. Um, But then... Jack oh, also, Imogen to a gallery.
1: Yeah. Also when Becky does her Taylor Swift thing Jack is like she tries she tries to make up for it but she is like a little bit of a pretentious asshole.
0: Yeah, I wrote Jack is a music snob and has yeah. an ex-girlfriend who worked at a gallery in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. She's just I just man She's like oh, oh, oh. you like okay, I don't I don't really like her. I don't know her music or something. But yeah. it's like obviously at first she's like "Oh, you really like Taylor Swift?"
1: Also like if you know anyone that's a music snob into adulthood like don't talk to that person I'm so over music snobbery as a thing
0: just like whatever you fucking like yeah and if you don't like something that's fine too but don't make people feel bad for liking what they like
1: no and anytime someone tries to do that to me because my music taste is eclectic I'm gonna recommend for my thing at the end of the show two different music podcasts that are so far apart (laughs) um my music taste is eclectic so sometimes people are assholes and I'm like as I've gotten older I just call them out on it I'm like no, it's, like, just your opinion, man. It's
0: like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> God.
1: You're going to like all my dumb shit. Yeah.
0: Anywho.
1: No. Patience for music oh, yeah.
0: image. So Jack invites Imogen to go to a gallery, but Imogen's like, actually, Becky and I are going to go shopping for the formal. Do you want to come? She's like, great. And then I think she, like, walks away. And Imogen's like, I hope it's cool that I asked her to join. And Becky's like, it's fine, even though she's feeling very threatened. Yes. And doesn't want to lose her friend. Which I totally get. Yeah. Um. Now we're shopping with Connor and Jenna. And Jenna wants him to wear like ripped jeans so they can be king and queen and get votes. Which I'm like, okay, fine.
1: Sure. Um, Connor the, is a yeah.
0: trooper for going along with this.
1: He loves her. Yeah. Um, and then she puts it into, like, science terms, like order of operations right, kind of we're shit. Like, we're
0: going to do an experiment and see if changing your clothes will help us get voted king and queen or something.
1: And he seems to be on board. Yeah. So. All right.
0: Um, and then so then we're with Maya and stalking Zig and see him break into a house. And then Miles thinks he's squatting, which definitely looks like the case. And then Maya's like, well, let's go home. Oops, gotta go. Bye. And, like, makes Miles, like, Miles leaves. And then Maya obviously stays to investigate and confront Zig. Um, But whatever. I And then I don't really remember. He, she, like, knocks on the window and is like, you're squatting. And he's like, leave me alone.
1: Pretty much. This whole thing, and we'll get to it when she goes to the teacher and everything, it's It you know she's trying to do the right thing by her friend and it ends up working out and that's great but a lot of this I feel like is so reminiscent of like Emma with the squeegee kids
0: yeah it's it's
1: same vibes
0: same vibes but definitely a different situation oh yeah she knows the squeegee kid she she (laughs) does she does it's true oh my goodness I just Um, got scared by a cat (laughs) (laughs) my cats are hungry (laughs) but it's not their dinner time yet. Um, anyway, then we're at school the next day, and Zoe and Tristan are like dressed crazy, handing out roses, and I love it. Um, and Maya's like confiding them about the zig stuff, and she feels bad about like not knowing that this was happening to him because they used to be friends. And while she's talking about this, Miles gets like super jealous and is like, You care about this person, and she's like. He's homeless, and I feel bad that I didn't know this because he was my friend. Some perspective,
1: Miles, please.
0: Um, But then we're with Becky, who's worried Imogen is going to abandon her for Jack and is asking Drew for advice, of all people.
1: Well, just because Drew lived with Fiona when she dated Imogen. Right.
0: It's like, what was she like? And then Drew tells her to have a this night instead of a bro's
1: night and which, which is not bad advice It's not bad advice don't love the name for it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's to called you. a girls night, Drew. It's not hard. Jesus. Um but then Ladies night has an entirely different connotation. <laughs>
0: um but then we're with Maya who's telling the rubber room teacher about Zig's living situation. Which at first was very jarring. I was like, oh, my God, this is not your business. Why? But then I I was like, but I guess this maybe is a situation where you need to tell an adult if you're a child and you know another child is, like, squatting in a home. Yeah,
1: something about it rubbed me the wrong way, but I think, I don't know why. It's probably the risk. I know, but I'm like, but this is, like, the responsible thing to do. I feel like it's the right thing to do. Something about it just feels weird to me, and I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Maybe because we're like no, That's I think none you're, of my business. I think you're totally in the right on this one. Yeah, something about it just like it's but yeah, me. I don't know.
0: But I don't know why. Yeah. It I was like, ooh, I don't like this. But I was like, but wait, yeah. No, she should. She should definitely be telling somebody that this child is squatting. Yeah. Um, but then, and then the teacher's like, okay, thank you for telling me. I'll take it over from here. The teacher's super nice. Yeah. And then we're with Jenna who's trying to make Connor wear contacts and he's like, why are we doing this? What's going on? And Jenna's like, I want people to respect us as a couple. And then Connor kind of calls her out on her bullshit. And is For like, sure. I think you are the one who has the problem with how people see us. And I don't like, he
1: basically just calls her out on her insecurities. Yeah. He, uh, I wrote it down. He says, I don't think the problem's other people. I think it's you. Yeah. Which is like synced. Yeah. And nailed it and on I'm the sure- head.
0: Yes. Um, But then Maya and miles I guess Maya and Miles like fought for real about that zig thing earlier because then I wrote down, oh, my God, Maya and Miles got each other a single rose to apologize to each other. I hate them. Yeah, they're annoying.
1: And, and then he like has to leave because he's going to go home for dinner. And Maya says, dutiful son looks good on you, which I Lord. was like, all right. Um, And then Zig comes over and he's mad at Maya for telling the
0: teacher because she's probably going to call children's aid. And we find out that his parents kicked him out, which don't know why that happened. And I was like, but why did they do that? His mom was so cool and nice. What happened with that? Is it because he's a crime
1: boy now? Like, what <laughs> happened? Uh, you know, if, if we ever have March, can we just have a t-shirt that says crime boy? <laughs> I kind of stole that from Babysitter's Club Club.
0: <laughs> um, it's been a long time since I've been that Which they had, because there were crime girls on that. Um, <laughs> he is a crime boy. But I don't know. I don't, but then, then as, I don't know. Maya's like, it gets the idea in her head. Like,
1: maybe we can take him in he doesn't want to go to Children's Aid. Yeah. Um. Then we're back with Connor and Jenna, and Connor is so so good looking he's that so it pretty. makes me want to cry every day. And yeah, I wrote. I think I wrote.
0: Damn, Connor looks great, and he's he's wearing one left contact, and Jenna is apologizing, and Connor is like, "Relationships are about compromise. Let's finish the experiment. Let's do this. It's not that big of a deal." And they like take photos for their prom or semi formal nominations like why are we taking photos i, I, I don't, don't know but
1: it. Drew's reaction to Connor was very funny he was like okay
0: <laughs> also at my i mean i guess it makes sense that people get can be nominated as a couple but at my school nobody got nominated nobody like ran officially as a couple to win any kind of king and queen situation it was like the girl with the most votes and the boy with the most votes votes win i don't know that's how it usually was for my school i still have
1: no idea (laughs) if we had a king or queen for prom i left early someone who stayed the whole time if you went to my (laughs) high school and we're in my year. Did prom king and queen exist? Can you tweet at me? Because I feel like I'm just never going to know because I'm not going to go to my reunion.
0: I feel like I've said this, but nobody at my school really cared about prom king and queen. It was like homecoming king and queen was more of a big deal. I don't know why, but that maybe it's because you made it in the yearbook if you were homecoming because it was the beginning of the year. No idea. I feel I like people know. didn't I, – I don't even know who – my prom king and queen were either of the years that I went like n- no idea. No, I don't even know who was in the court. I have no idea, but yeah. I could probably tell you the homecoming king and queen because
1: it was more of a big deal. Yeah. Um, any who, mm-hmm. uh, Imogen thinks Becky is asking her on a date. Yeah. Becky's
0: being super overprotective and territorial and it's coming off as datey and, and, um, yeah, it's weird. I yeah, think cause she, she
1: asks her to go to the dance. Yeah.
0: And she's like, I wanna get to know you more intimately. Or like, yeah. she says something like that. She uses the word intimate yeah. for sure. Uh, cause she's like worried that Imogen's gonna ditch her for Jack. But it's like, no, you need to be more like clear about what your feelings are. You need to yeah. be like, I'm worried that you're gonna start dating this girl and, you're not going to hang out with me anymore. Yeah. Instead of being weird and cagey and like, let's hang out all the time because it's definitely sending mixed signals. Yeah. Um,
1: It is complicated. But then
0: we find out fucking Maya's laptop was in Katie's room this whole time. It like fell behind her bed or something. She did homework in there one night. She's an idiot. It's stupid. And then... I don't know the context for this, but my neck I wrote down a sentence that someone said they're like Oliver without the singing and dancing. I have exactly
1: that <laughs> written down. They're talking,
0: they about, talking about children's age. Yeah, they are. I don't know who said it, but that it was said.
1: Maya says it to her mom when she's trying to convince her uh, mom to let Zig move in. Okay. I and read ahead a little bit. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. And then we're with Connor who's like being swarmed by Niners now after their their photo, their semi-formal couple photos came out. Yeah. And then, does it, is it Allie who says that Connor has the youth vote?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. And Jenna is regretting the makeover. And also we learn that uh, Envy is not a good look on Jenna
0: by like ninth graders. No.
1: Girl. No. Stop it. If your eighteen or almost eighteen year old boyfriend is interested in fourteen year old girls, Ew. cut that Ew. loose. Ew.
0: Ew. Um, but then we're like doing trust falls and Maya tricks Zig into a trust fall and then he's like offer she's offering to have Zig Haha, he didn't catch her during their trust fall. No, he did not. But it turns out there were mats on the floor, so good thing. Thank God. Because Maya definitely fell on her head.
1: They would need to have mats on the floor for that group because I feel like people would be purposely not catching people. I would not participate. I would take a a fail for the day (laughs) if I had to trust (laughs) fall.
0: And then she was like, the rules are 10 p.m. curfew, no drugs or alcohol, and no hanky-panky. And he's definitely happy about it, even though he's like, you, like why did you do that but he's like definitely stoked that he gets to stay at Maya's house yeah because he still loves her
1: he does and we still ship it I don't give a I fuck do, I'm sure. in let's do this and
0: then the next episode starts with Zig in a morning tank top with a car on it as I mentioned before love a morning tank top and their breakfast scene is kind of awkward but like kind of awkward in the way that the toothbrushing scene from Bring It On is awkward yes like 1 million definitely percent a little bit not cool qu- not, not quite definitely a- not quite like the Degrassi version of that yeah
1: <laughs> the real watered down Degrassi version <laughs>
0: um and then Miles oh, shows up with God. a bouquet of roses I'm and a promposal or semi-formal posal
1: I don't know I don't Bucky know comes and it's like will you go to the dance with me and I'm just thinking about bring it on now I just need <laughs> I just need a moment to think about Jesse Bradford it's just what you need
0: yes it's, oh. you're feeling fine you're not alright you guys and then, and then, and then, and then, I don't remember the words
1: you guys that is a great he's song a by kooky. Rufus King he's a, a oh yeah big time I don't care I started following like him in on a, Instagram because I couldn't yeah, handle the captions anymore kooky. but he's so pretty but in a harmless way
0: in yeah. a almost like hippy dippy like kind of Ian Somerhal kind of way yeah. too, but less obnoxious than Ian Summerholder. yeah
1: yeah he, uh, like co- collectively My first, I think my, like, biggest, like, movie, like, first, like, really, like, actual TV slash movie crushes were simultaneous Jesse Bradford and Bring It On and Eliza Dushku and Bring It On.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was all about that. All about (laughs) both of that. I was very confused.
0: I like this family represented in Bring It On.
1: I'm like, I, what, it's the same. Mm, (laughs) mm, Bleep Lord. Figure it out.
0: Um... I'm pretty sure I saw Clockstoppers only because Jesse Bradford was in it. Yeah, kidding. why else would you see Clockstoppers? <laughs> oh, that was a terrible movie. <laughs> just for Jesse Bradford. And swim fan. Also, also. not a good movie. Although
1: if you want to be briefly really unattracted to Jesse Bradford, would recommend watching Hackers because Hackers is just a fun time. Oh yeah, I But need he's to watch like that. he's like a little soft boy. He is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the first time I watched it, I was like, I know he's in that movie. I- I think that's Jesse Bradford. (laughs) He's. Oh, my God. It's very sweet. Also, my one true love, Matthew Lillard, is in it. (laughs) I watched a Law and Order SVU where he was like a creepy weirdo in it. (laughs) It's like, even in that mustache, you could get it. (laughs) We'll never understand.
0: The attraction to Matthew Lillen. I know oh, I recently watched. Him and from- Skeet Ulrich. I blame Scream. I understand Skeet Ulrich. I do not understand Matthew Lillard.
1: I don't know. He was, it was a mixture of, of Scream and Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, who I've also always had a crush on. You guys are learning a lot about me today.
0: Oh, my God. That's why the mustache <laughs> would throw you off in that creepy SBU role. Yeah, pretty much. You um, met people I date. <laughs> I recently watched. Remember that movie, The Perfect Score? Where yes. The, where the kids yes. like, try to break into the building to like steal the answers to the SATs. They
1: successfully break yeah, they, into the bo- building. Spoiler alert for The Perfect Score, which I saw in theaters. <laughs> I don't
0: think I saw it in theaters. Sterling
1: Scarlett but, Johansson with a fake nose ring.
0: Oh my god! But also. Also, the girl from Swimfan is in that movie. Yes. Um, but also tying back to the N, which was the channel for DeGrassi in America. Oh, right, we're doing that. That Fifi Dobson song that like <gasps> my everything. Yes. That music video played on the N all the time, which was like the song that was tied to the perfect score. Oh my god.
1: Can we watch the perfect score?
0: I just watched it, like, literally two weeks ago. It's not that good. I Uh, watched it when my friend Lindsay was here, and we were, like, trying to figure out movies to watch on Sunday instead of the Super Bowl, because why? Fair. And we watched that, and we were like, no, that wasn't as good as I remember it being. And then we watched You Got Served, which holds up, and I highly recommend watching You Got Served.
1: Omarion
0: in that movie, great. Roger from Sister, Sister, also in that movie. Oh, I love him. Amazing. Um, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I was mentioning the perfect score for some reason.
1: We got real carried away. Also, I think the next time we have a sleepover, we need to do a bring it on. Drive me crazy double feature.
0: Why did I mention the perfect score? <laughs> um, we were talking.
1: Oh, God. Um. Let's see. Trust falls. <laughs> Jesse
0: Bradford. Clock stoppers.
1: Hackers. Hackers. Drive me Matthew crazy. Willard. Oh, no. no. Matthew Lillard.
0: <laughs> it was Matthew Willard. No, it wasn't. It was drive me. No, no, no. I know why I mentioned the perfect score. Because Matthew Lillard is in that movie. Oh. As, like, the underachieving brother. Oh, my God. I Chris forgot Evans. about that. He was also, like, the main character in that movie.
1: You guys. Also, so many stars.
0: Brian, what's his face? The guy on One Tree Hill who had a kid and then had to go on the run. is a Oh, yeah. I like that I don't remember what guy. his name was in One Tree Hill. God, where the f- what? Where are we?
1: Well, that's what I was trying to figure out and then you were simultaneously trying to figure <laughs> out why we were on I we were on the perfect score. On the perfect score. Oh, Matthew Lillard. Um, we were Proposals? Oh, we were talking No, we were talking about the sexual tension. Oh, oh because yeah. we were oh, talking yeah, about You were
0: thinking about bringing it on. Yeah. But Miles shows up and asks Maya to the dance and then he like discovers that Zig is there and I'm like, "Girl, why how did you not tell him that Zig was living at your home? That's your bad."
1: It- extremely her bad.
0: Um, but then... But I Zig guess, also, like,
1: totally knew that he didn't know, and he, yeah, like, fully and, sabotaged. Yeah, definitely. He, like, got, like, a, a sneaky, sneaky look in his eye. Yeah. Did you just <laughs> my God,
0: Yes. She looked like a weird statue. <laughs> Tasha, what are you doing? My cat is sitting on a box, and it looked like she was just sleeping, sitting up, and it was adorable. She's adorable. Anyway...
1: Um, this is gonna be a rough one. I'm so sorry, guys. We're getting back into I'm not it. I'm Editing
0: any of this. Out. I've
1: had a weird week, man. We
0: haven't seen each other in like two weeks. I know. Um. Anywho, we're at school. I think then Maya's like, I want to go to the dance with both of you. I don't know if she sells says, says this to somebody yet, but
1: I, I think don't she know. says it to Tristan, and yeah. he's. She, Maybe. Mm, I don't know. We'll get there. She th- she says something.
0: Then Jenna keeps being jealous. And Connor is still like, yeah, we're doing this experiment. And I think that's probably whatever that scene was. Pretty much. Imogen is dressed like a flapper for this project. Oh, I did have another fashion note. I don't know. They're doing. They're. The project with Jack and Becky and Imogen, they're like dressed up and I guess talking about the 20s or the Great Depression or...
1: Unclear. Um,
0: Black Friday? I don't know.
1: But Jack like fully calls Becky out on her bullshit thing.
0: Yeah. Jack wants to go to the dance with Imogen and doesn't like that Becky's leading her on.
1: Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. Oh, and then... um, Tiny hats are back. Tiny hats are back. Uh, Tristan and Zoe... Do like this like dramatic prediction of what happens after Maya includes Zig and yeah, like people from like the rubber the room at the dance scenario. And yeah. I love it. It's amazing. Um, I'm like, I'm really all about I love Zoe, interested. Zoe interested
0: being BFFs. Yeah. Cause I kind of started out like that when Zoe came, but then Zoe was kind of an asshole. Um, But yeah, I'm loving this duo. Then we're with Drew and Becky again. And Drew can relate to accidentally asking someone out, which is hilarious. And then Drew gives terrible advice of, like, well, I don't know, just pretend to be a lesbian. It's fine. And I don't know why Becky is asking his advice. Because Becky's like, oh, no. She thinks I asked her on a date. I think I did that on accident. And Drew's like, I don't know what that's like. Or, like, it's easier than you think. Yeah. And then I don't even know if any, like, any solution comes out of this conversation. I
1: don't think one does. Probably I think not. Becky just decides she's gonna pretend to be gay. Yeah.
0: She's like, I'm just gonna try. I I'll guess. take it really, really slow. Yeah, I
1: don't know, it's stupid.
0: And then Maya like Also like don't do this don't, to people. It's, so, it's no. Don't lead people
1: on. It's That's bad and gross not and mean. Fair.
0: Not good. Not good.
1: Even if you think that your intentions are, like, because you care about someone, don't fucking no, do it, it's man.
0: It's selfish. It's always selfish.
1: Um,
0: and then I think Maya is officially planning the group hang to the semi-formal.
1: Yep. And Tiny and Grace do a similar bit. Yeah. That and Tristan and are, Zoe yeah. do. And there's a lot of echoing statements that ends with the gym on fire.
0: And then Zig is like, I don't want to go. It's not my job to fix your relationship, Maya. Learn to take no for an answer, which is like, damn. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I'm and, all about this. Yeah. And then we're with Jenna, who's like trying on dresses for this dance. And she's freaking out about what to wear. And Allie's like, why? You look good in this pink thing. Like, let's just go. What? Are you, why are you freaking out? And then... Maya gets the dance or she Maya dressed up to go to the dance at home and Zig is back in his tank top and then they're like fighting I guess because I just thought yeah fight is annoying
1: yeah because she's like, like she's like it's she's like you know he's it's gonna be impossible for me if you guys don't get along like at least miles is trying blah 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 yeah. And uh, Zig says, "So what? He's a better guy than me." And Maya's like, "Yeah." Yeah. Which harsh.
0: Which is annoying. Also, like, he's she looks so great. In love with you. I'm like, stop being a butt to him. She <laughs>
1: is being a butt, but great dress.
0: Because she obviously still loves him too. Yeah. I ship it. I ship it so hard. Um, and then Jenna shows up to the dance wearing this teeny tiny white dress. That was Allie's in grade ten. That didn't even fit Allie in grade ten, I guess. Um, and Connor is a fan.
1: Yeah, uh, big time. Also, Jenna says to Allie, "How do I look?" And Allie says, "Open for business." Oh God. Which not cool, but but okay. but a, <laughs> but kind of a funny dig. <laughs> look, I'm. You know, it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's a good line. It's a zinger. Like, not oh, that there's anything okay. wrong with sex work. I'm just saying it's a zinger.
0: Um, but then I don't Maya and Miles are like kissing and I hate it.
1: Forever and hate. And
0: Zig, Grace, and Tiny end up coming after all. And Grace is not good at taking compliments because Zig I think compliments her on her shoes or something. Tristan, yeah. Tristan, I mean, yeah.
1: Um, and she's like, Fuck off. And he's like, No, and like like, like like for I real. Let's go dance, and then they go like off and be friends, which is nice.
0: And then Zig and Miles like go get a drink. T- Miles is like Zig, we should go get a drink together or something. Come on, it's like he's trying, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then we're with Becky. I just don't
1: want Miles to be the hero. No, he's mm, ugh.
0: he's a butt. Um, but then Becky is still leading on Imogen, and I guess they're slow dancing. Yeah.
1: And then Becky panics and she comes clean and Imogen is super relieved yeah, because she was cool worried it. that it would hurt their friendship.
0: Yeah. And they just want to be each other's best friends, which is adorable. I and love, I love it. it. And I'm so happy it's like this was resolved because it was stupid. Um, And then Dallas and Allie announce the king and queen, which I love their banter. Don't yes. remember what it was, but I know that I loved it. There, I just,
1: I also ship that.
0: I know. And then Jenna and Connor win. And then, as they win, Connor is excited and is like, Yay! and lifts up Jenna's arm in celebration, and then her boob pops out. And I'm like, I knew something was going to happen with that dress. Seriously.
1: Obviously.
0: Um, and then she runs away because that's mortifying. Yeah. Especially then, high school. Yes. I
1: mean, anytime, but Any high school time, is like most sensitive of that. Yeah. Um,
0: and then... And then
1: Zig and Miles are just creepily watching Maya dance like a bunch <laughs> of weirdos.
0: And Miles is trying, but Zig is not being subtle about his feelings for Maya. And he's like, I don't want to be a friend. I'm here. I like Maya. Whatever. Deal with it. Bye. And I'm like, okay. Um. And then Becky finds Jack and, like, kind of brokers a peace deal with her. And then acts as, like, a wing woman for Imogen. She's like, Imogen's in there. I think she'd really like to dance with you. And then Jack says something like, I hope that one day I'll, I'll have a good friend as good as you or something. And then Becky's like, maybe if you play your cards right, you will. And it's very nice. It is nice. Also, Becky says that Imogen is her first best friend, which is sad, but I'm happy she has a best friend Me in too.
1: Imogen. Me too. Um, well, her last couple of friendships were... Wrought with weird sexual tension.
0: Yeah. I feel like, she, but she and Jenna were like pals. Right? Remember when Jenna got all Jesus y and went to church?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I
0: guess they weren't like close. Annie, who? Tristan, you can't touch her piercings. Oh, yeah. And Tristan wants to touch Grace's piercings, which is weird. Yeah. And then, and then I wrote. Oh, no. Did Miles pull a Peter on Zig? And he did. Because, like, the police come, and they're like, Z- Mr. Zig, whatever the fuck your name is, we need to search your locker. And I was like, fucking Miles, are you
1: goddamn kidding me? He didn't pull, to be fair, he did not pull a full Peter. He didn't Peter. pull a full Peter. He didn't
0: plant anything in the locker, but he did, like, call the cops because he thought he had drugs in his locker.
1: Yeah. Nobody likes a narc. <sighs>
0: fucking Miles. Um. And then Grace immediately suspects Miles rightfully. And it's not a good luck. And Maya's like, what the fuck are you doing? This is stupid. And then they, like, break up, I guess, almost. Yeah.
1: She, like, she wants time to, to yeah. think.
0: Yeah. Which I'm like, fucking break up. I don't care about Miles. He's being a butthead. Um... I guess Zig is also kind of being a bad head, but also he doesn't really owe Miles anything. Yeah. But also, and I, we're probably just really biased because we don't like Miles and we want Maya and Zig to be a
1: couple. Yeah. So I don't know. Listen, we never said we were coming at this podcast with an impartial, unbiased <laughs> point of view. True. The
0: heart wants what the heart wants. And then. Allie's in the bathroom comforting Jenna and then com- says, at least it wasn't both
1: boobs, which very comforting Allie.
0: And then Connor comes in and brings her a T-shirt and it's like Pie, like the math symbol pie. Yeah. And, and he says, why did you wear a garment that can't contain your ample bosom? Which
1: I, all I wrote was ample bosom. I'm glad you wrote the whole thing because I was like, LOL. LOL. <laughs>
0: And Connor doesn't care about the Niners, obviously. And then he says that he loves her. And then she says that she loves him. And it's very cute. And I love them.
1: Also, can I say that I feel like this is the most rational amount of time it's taken a couple to say that they love each other? Yeah. Instead of everyone else who does it in one to four episodes? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: then we find out that Zig is fine. There weren't any drugs in his locker. Um, And then we get some fucking close faces and sexual tension. So at much tension. And Zig gets like really close to Maya's face and is like, remember when I told you that I'd wait for you? And then my note is, oh boy, very close face
1: in all caps. Just the face. And then I don't talking. really remember
0: what else he says. And then he like walks away and Maya's like,
1: what? And the episode is over. Yep, that is all she wrote. I am going to look up some tweets. Uh, In a second. Oh, we have to do Spirit Squad. Spirit Squad, Captain. Connor for being a trooper? Oh, no. No, that's a good call. Connor. I'm Um, I'm down for that. Ship. Zegemaya? Yeah, I mean, obviously. I think we've made that
0: clear throughout the whole episode. Yeah.
1: With just a smidgen of Allie and Dallas. Yeah.
0: And and, and also uh, Jenna and Connor. Connor. But they're like always our ship. They're good. They're, like, our default because usually everyone's terrible. Yeah,
1: but, like, hardcore is, like, in Maya.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. Grapevine. Fine. All right. We got a few emails. The first one is from my cousin Carly. The subject line is a penny for your thoughts. And she says, hello, my poetic noble land mermaids. Since the past couple of seasons of Degrassi seem to be absent of spirit squad slash power squad mentions besides Zoe one time or participants, I have been pretty silent. I figured I would ask a question or two because I miss you guys and I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Out of the many iconic teen television shows of our era and or present day, which show do you think has depicted the most realistic high school experience? To follow up, are there any specific characters that you relate to or that seem to have more realistic storylines than others? I ask because I feel like my high school experience was a little different because my mom was crazy strict, Holland can confirm. She was very strict. Um, so I didn't go to parties, drink, do drugs. I never even got a single detention. I was freaking Taylor Townsend. The only time I even tried to do anything that would break a rule, like sneaking out to meet a boy, was while I was at my dad's house because he was way more chill. These teen dramas just seemed to amplify all these experiences in high school that I never had. But also, does any town have these super cool 18 and under clubs like all these fucking TV shows? Buffy, Wondery Hill, The O.C., etc.? just wondering carly ps come visit me in wine country K okay, bye <laughs>
1: we need carly to visit <laughs> i would love to visit you i know up for discussion for a later time in my life <laughs> um but what show
0: what teen shows do you think uh have depicted the most realistic high school experience in your opinion.
1: Um,
0: I mean, I feel like Degrassi is pretty, is like maybe one of the closer ones, even though it's still Bananas. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that movie Eighth Grade, but I'm pretty sure that's pretty
1: close. I actually watched that today. It is, it felt more like my sixth grade experience yeah. than my eighth grade experience, but mm-hmm. that's because I was a different human. Um, <laughs> I loved it.
0: Mm, I don't know. I feel like in all like most of these TV shows are just so hyper, like so exaggerated. Yeah. That I guess I mostly just when I watched the watched those things, I just like related
1: the most to like the lamest people because that's who I was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing. Really, there's really nothing that I felt. Freaks and geeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaks yeah. and geeks was pretty Freak spot and on geeks for pretty me. Good
0: um actually oh wait i just watched actually it might be my maybe not high school and i guess this can like piggyback onto a recommendation i'm going to give but i just watched that show pen is it penis pen 15 15. on on hulu that was so fucking middle school and like it's set in the year 2000 so it's like a couple years before i was in middle school but i felt like a lot of the social dynamics were very accurate yeah to what it feels like to be in like middle school to be in seventh grade specifically that's a newer show and it's also like an adult comedy show but i don't know i recommend that if you want to like feel like the awkwardness of seventh grade.
1: Yeah, I think Freaks and Geeks is my final answer. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and then... But there was another question in there too, right? Like, I think it was like... About a person that we most relate to or something? Yeah,
0: like a character.
1: I don't actually know that I have anyone.
0: I don't know if I do any specific characters that you relate to or that seem to have the most realistic storylines. I mean... Again, I think I would commend Degrassi for, like, even though they show, like, some extreme situations, they are situations that do happen to people. And I feel like, for the most part, they do a good job at depicting, like, the serious subject matter. Um, So I guess, I don't know. I still maybe say Degrassi on that. Yeah. I don't know if there are any, like, specific characters that i was like that that's me like you're showing my exact experience
1: no it's more like characters in certain moments yeah and yeah. it really like runs the gamut because like there are people that like i didn't think i would relate to on a show exactly. but it's like they go through a thing that i went through and respond in a similar way mm-hmm. or respond in a way that i wish i responded and it's like oh no like you can kind of relate to everyone a little bit yeah it's situational. Yep. No one on this show is enough of a burnout to be me in high school.
0: <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe
1: not even in a cool way, just in like a boring, usually stoned <laughs> way.
0: That doesn't make good TV.
1: It does not make good TV, which is why there was no character like me. It's like she's kind exactly. of pretentious about like hippie music. I don't know.
0: Like, and me as a character wouldn't make good TV either because I was just boring. <laughs> But I don't know. I mean,
1: I wasn't interesting.
0: <laughs> I was just boring in a goody goody way. We were just
1: different kinds of boring. Yeah, exactly. Because that's Most people are boring. Because that's the thing. That's why no TV shows about teenagers are actually like being a teenager. Being a
0: teenager is boring. It's
1: boring. I feel like eighth grade is the closest it comes. And eighth grade wasn't boring, but I feel like eighth grade was only not boring because the actors were so great and it was like so true to reality and you don't see that a lot.
0: Yeah. And isn't it more like highly like, oh, this is painful to watch? Uh, of, the like amount of times points?
1: that I said, oh, honey, no, out loud <laughs> over and over again as I watched this. It just it, it's a cringe fest, yeah. but like in the best possible way. In a
0: very relatable way. Yeah.
1: I'm going to recommend other things, but I'm also recommending eighth grade.
0: Yeah.
1: um And we have an email from Emily. Hey, Queens. I was rewatching some older episodes of Degrassi and I thought of some things. There's another Canadian teen show based in Toronto called Life of Derek. Hell yes. <laughs> and the parents in that show were Ms. Coyne and Mr. Hollingsworth. They had a daughter who was played by Adam. And the guy who Manny dates when she gets hot is the main <laughs> brother's best friend.
0: Sully. Sully. I didn't know that Adam was on that show. No.
1: Um, But th- that actress was so much younger then, too. Yeah, so
0: she was probably, like, a little sister.
1: Yeah. Uh, many base TV shows had a lot of Degrassi characters in them, which I always find super fun to see them all together on Degrassi. Cam and Dallas are in a show called Winging It Together, and they were best friends, and main love and main love interest was the girl who Adam hooked up with, parentheses, Missy, question mark, at Battle of the Bands. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about her. Oh, she was super try hard. Um, And Dallas and Eli were on another show together when they were younger about a newspaper company. Allie and Cam were on another show as well. Small World, the Toronto Acting Circle. Anyway, just thought it was interesting and kind of fun to see them all together on one big show. Love the podcast. Enjoy. Thanks, Emily.
0: I'm pretty sure that, like, the actor who played JT, Craig, Paige, and maybe Sean were all on some, like, alien show together too, like, that sounds right. Like my stepbrother is like something. I don't know if that's what it was called, but I think, Oh, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and then we have one more email. It's a short email from Caitlin and it just says, you two are my favorite podcast. That is all. Also still think about old enough to fuck a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do too. (laughs) When I got, when I read that email, I started laughing and the person I was with was like, why what what are you laughing at I, it was like hashtag old enough to fuck and he was like i don't I was like, it, it's a holland it's a holland bit from the <laughs> podcast which was surprising <laughs> it yes, was
0: that's why it's funny it, it was just, surprising
1: it was to was the group
0: <laughs> for that to come out of my mouth <laughs> the i
1: think the assumption was oh a thing you said I was like no no no, <laughs> that's that's a gem right from holland old enough to fuck <laughs>
0: instantly we, regretting it the second it came out of my mouth i was like I, that didn't
1: feel right no it was amazing and i love it more than anything on this earth also we've just been yelling into the I mics. Know.
0: Know, i'm sorry <laughs> um but that is all the grapevine that we have if you would like to be featured on a future grapevine segment you can tweet at us at degrassi pod or on instagram at degrassi you can email us at podcast at com, And you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fanfiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular.
1: And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSex with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend?
0: I guess in addition to... 1015 i'm also going to recommend the podcast bear brook which is super fascinating i binged the whole entire thing in like two days um but it is about um bodies found in a barrel in new hampshire in like some park in new hampshire and it's crazy and there's like weird connections to stuff they find like a weird connection to somebody in California. And then it becomes this whole fucking thing. What? You got, you need to listen to it. It's so good. Send me a link. It's so good.
1: Um, and I'm recommending two podcasts. Uh, they're both music. One is called the Aria code. Um, It's done by the Metropolitan Opera. If you (laughs) have even, like, a passing interest in opera or, like, you think you might like opera, but you kind of want to get into it, um, it's just uh, the the host, and she interviews, uh, like, various people who are known for, like, playing the role or just have, like, specific insight on the role. It's super interesting. And every episode's about one aria, and it's only 20 minutes long, and they play the aria at the end. Like, whoever they interview sings it.
0: It's a great name, too right
1: it's really it's a really good podcast I, i'm just i'm a really big fan and then my other music podcast that i'm gonna recommend that i love is on a different end of the spectrum it's called it's britney bitch and it's exactly what it sounds every like britney
0: spears song no
1: it goes um every year of her existence oh my God, in, in our wait, life
0: i'm gonna subscribe to that right yeah like you, literally right you now. really have to <laughs> Because I've been looking for a new podcast. They they just do every year.
1: They just do every year. And it's amazing, incredible. My friend Michelle and I have both been listening to it. And she's like, it takes me so long to get through it because they get me so into whatever album came out that year (laughs) that I have to stop listening to the episode, download the album, listen to the whole album, and then I resume the podcast. Nice. Which I've like just like stop to listen to her songs or watch like music videos or watch live performances that I didn't know were really good but it's really good I'm a big fan they're really funny
0: Wait, every year in her existence as like as a performer, a performer? They, okay. they, they're not
1: talking about like 1987
0: do they talk about the Mickey Mouse Club or they, they... mention it but okay. that's not a year that they it do starts, they really like, the first album. yeah it
1: starts with baby one more time gotcha
0: gotcha gotcha we, I'm literally downloading all the episodes right now. Oh, I need to be connected to Wi-Fi. Okay. Anyway.
1: It's so good.
0: That is all that we have for you guys today. Um, thank you, as always, for our wonderful theme song. Jay, thank you for that. God, I have not done this in so long. And thank all of you for listening. <laughs> Goodbye, Panthers.
1: Bye, Panthers.